This is Emmanuel God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. Christ is risen. Alleluia. Jesus, our Lord, is truly alive, raised from the dead. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us then confess our sins to God, our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is the second Sunday of Easter. The Old Testament reading appointed is written in Ezekiel chapter 37. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. And he led me around among them, and behold, there were very many on the surface of the valley, and behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy over these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a sound, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked, and behold... There were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are clean cut off. 
Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you into the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people, I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. And I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have spoken and I will do it, declares the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 20th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness from anyone, it is withheld. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive. He's conquered the grave for you and me. Let's pray. Risen Lord Jesus, may the words of my mouth, may the thoughts of our hearts be holy and acceptable in your sight. Today, Lord, point us to your victory over death and the grave and the hope that fills our hearts because you have won this victory for us. You have swallowed up death forever. We rejoice. In Jesus' name, amen. Our text this morning is from our Old Testament reading in Ezekiel chapter 37. These words, Son of man, can these bones live? These are the words of our text, God's grace and his mercy and his peace be multiplied to you now and forever through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord puts Ezekiel in a boneyard. It is a valley of dry bones. These dry bones are the 
remains from a great battle that took place in the valley. No one was buried. The bodies were just left where they died. And the bones are scattered everywhere. These bones have been there a long, long time and they are dry. Well, no more than that, actually. They are very dry. They are bleached by the sun. They are picked clean. This is Death Valley. There is no life in the boneyard. I grew up just a mile from the boneyard. It is 2,600 acres of land, and it is filled with dry bones. There are over 4,000 military planes stored in the boneyard. There are B-52 Stratofortress bombers, F-16 fighting Balkans, A-10 Warthogs, my favorite airplane, along with the B-17 Flying Fortress, and every other kind of military aircraft that you can think of. This boneyard is in Tucson, Arizona, and the dry climate and the alkali soil make it a perfect place to keep these old planes. It is the number one facility for the maintenance, salvage, and storage of military aircraft around the world. The big question in the boneyard is, can these planes fly again? And the answer is yes and no. Some of the planes are stored and maintained so that they can be put back into service if needed. That's good news if war threatens our country. Some of those planes can fly again, but others, are kept there for the parts. And then there are the planes that have already been gutted for their parts and are waiting to be scrapped. In these last group of planes, there is no life left in those bones. Well, the bones that Ezekiel sees in the the boneyard, those bones are, are gutted and ready to be scrapped. There is nothing left but the skeleton. No life, no hope, no way, no how. And God describes these bones to Ezekiel. He says, son of man, that's what God calls Ezekiel, son of man. God says, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They are saying our bones are very dry and we've lost all hope. We are completely cut off. So the Valley of Dry Bones is literally a place of the dead, but figuratively, God tells Isaiah that the Valley of Dry Bones is also the place of the hopeless. It is the place of those who are alive, but who have lost all hope. Ezekiel sees a valley of the dead and dry bones of warriors who fought a battle. But the bones he sees also represent the people of God, the people of Israel who have lost hope. And the people of God have lost hope because they have been conquered and taken captive by their enemies. They are captives because they have forsaken God. They have rebelled against God by sinful living. And captivity was the punishment for their refusal 
to walk in the ways of the Lord, to listen to his word, to keep it and obey it. Dry bones. That's a good way to describe you and me when we lose hope, isn't it? Our bones feel dry and lifeless when our hope is gone. And how do we remain hopeful in a world that is so dark, so evil, so dry? This week I was reading about a Lutheran chaplain in World War I. He was part of a regiment of 125 men. And in a battle in France, only five soldiers survived the battle along with their chaplain. The rest died on the battlefield. 120 young men dead in one battle. And it was days before the the survivors could get back to Allied territory. And when they arrived, The major told the chaplain, we buried all of you two days ago. They didn't think any were coming back. In the horror of war, it is easy for soldiers and a nation to lose hope. Lost hope plagues those who remember the soldiers they fought with and who died at their side. The soldiers who survive, often live with dry bones. They cry out like the people of Israel, my bones are dry, I've lost all hope. That's what war does. And yet nation after nation pursues war. And is it not the devil himself, the father of death, the murderer from the beginning, who leads nations into battle? And what is his goal? Well, yes, his goal is to kill, but more so his goal is to stop the proclamation of the gospel, to hinder Christ Jesus. For where there is peace, the gospel spreads. Hope abounds. Jesus is preached. Sins are forgiven. Communion is taken. Eternal life is believed. And neighbor dwells in harmony with neighbor. But Satan rages against such harmony and peace. And he leads and entices nations into war. Satan loves the valley of dry bones. He rejoices when the bodies of young men and young women litter the battlefield. And when civilians suffer the horrors of war, and famine and plague and pestilence and economic collapse that come along with it. He is giddy when parents lose their children in the valley of dry bones. And he justifies war in the minds of godless politicians, dictators, and tyrants. For with war he hinders the gospel and steals hope in Christ and leaves a nation feeling like dry bones. Oh, there is justifiable war, but not every war is justifiable. And Jesus says that there will be wars and rumors of wars until he returns. Dry bones. The disciples in the upper room on Easter evening have dry bones. They've lost all hope. They are hiding behind locked doors because they are afraid of the Jews. What happened to Jesus? 
could happen to them. And they've been to the empty tomb and they've heard the women tell of the resurrection of Jesus, but they aren't sure. They are doubting like Thomas. They will not believe the word of God spoken by the women. And they are hopeless and they are dry and they cry out. My bones are dry and I've lost all hope. That is until Jesus enters the upper room on Easter night and the disciples see him. And Jesus says to them, peace be with you. And their bones are alive again. Hope is restored in their hearts. Jesus is risen. He is the risen Lord and God. And they see and they believe. And Jesus says, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. What is it that makes your bones dry this morning? What is it that saps your strength and steals your hope? What takes your joy and turns it into mourning? and sleepless nights, and tear-filled eyes? What takes life itself from you so that you find yourself in the valley of dry bones? What makes you cry out, "My, my bones are dry, I've lost all hope? This world works to steal your hope and to leave you dry and dead, doesn't it? The purpose of the 24-hour news cycle, seven days a week, is there in order to take your hope away from you and to cast you into the valley of dry bones. And still we watch, and we watch, hour after hour, day after day. We can't turn it off. Why? Because we are addicted to the valley of dry bones. And sin sinful thoughts and deeds. These sins, they they promise you and me freedom and hope. But in in the end, they leave you and me with guilt and despair. Your desire for freedom from God's paths of righteousness seem like the path to happiness, but they leave you in the valley of the shadow of death and hopelessness. Just ask those who've been deceived by the father of lies. Sin leaves you and me in the valley of dry bones. When it does, repent. Repent and return to the Lord your God. Repent and turn from your sin and your rebellion. Return to the Lord your God, who is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in love for you, and who will fill your heart with hope again. And death itself takes away our hope in Christ. It makes you and me question everything when we look into the grave of your children or your spouse, your relatives, your friends? Can these bones live? Can they? Can dry and dead bones live? That's what God asks Ezekiel. He says to Ezekiel, Son of man, can these bones become alive? Can hope be restored to the hopeless? Can the sinner repent and live? Can life be restored to the lifeless? Can life conquer death? Can the dead rise? Can I be free from the valley of dry bones? Can I wake up with hope? Don't answer those questions. Don't answer them. You see, that's the wisdom of Ezekiel. 
He doesn't answer God's question. He looks to the Lord for the answer to the question. He looks to the Lord of salvation from the valley of dry bones. He looks to the Lord of life for life. Can these dry bones live? That's what God asks Ezekiel, son of man. Can these bones come, become alive? And Ezekiel says, Lord God, you know. Ezekiel says, I don't know if these bones can live again. I don't know, Lord, but you do. So you tell me, can these bones live again? You see, that's how you go from hopelessness to hope. That's how you leave the valley of dry bones and enter the green pastures of the good shepherd. You look to the Lord, you look to the very words of Jesus, and he tells you that dry bones can live again. He tells you that you can rise from the dead to eternal life. He tells you that you can have hope again. We don't have the answer to questions about dry bones living again, but Jesus does. And Jesus is the answer. He is the resurrection and the life. Death could not keep its hold on Jesus. He conquered death in the grave on Easter morning. And Jesus answers the question, can these dry bones live? And Jesus says, yes, they can live. And yes, you can have hope. And then the Lord makes them live again. He says to Ezekiel, prophesy to the bones. Ezekiel is to speak to the dead bones, speak to the people of Israel who have no hope. And Ezekiel tells them what the Lord says. I will make breath enter you and you will live. And so Ezekiel does it. He speaks to the boneyard. He speaks to the hopeless and tells us what happens. Foot bone connected to the ankle bone, ankle bone connected to the shin bone. Well, not quite that way, but here's what he says. There was a noise and a rustling as the bones came together, one bone to another. I saw sinews coming on them, flesh came on them, and skin covered them, and breath entered them, and they stood on their feet, a vast army. In the boneyard, God creates life, and a flash in the twinkling of an eye, the dead are raised instantly. And in the boneyard, God gives hope to his people Israel. He raises them from the dead. He will bring them back from captivity. God will do the impossible. He will restore Jerusalem. They will live again. They will hope again. So here's the word of the Lord for you this morning. Jesus says to you, I will open your graves and raise you out of them, O my people, and bring you into the land of Israel. That is into his new Jerusalem. He says, then you will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and raise you out of your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit in you so you will live. And I will settle you in your own land. And then you will know that I, the Lord, said it and did it. Just two closing thoughts. First, Jesus is able to raise you from the boneyard of hopelessness and fill your heart with hope. When guilt dries out your bones, Jesus forgives you and breathes life into you. When fear makes you a prisoner of the boneyard, 
Jesus takes away your fears with his promises and breathes into you his spirit to give you courage. And he shows you his hand and he shows you his side and he says, stop doubting, believe. I am your Lord and your God. And when loneliness makes you dry and you cry out, Jesus says, I am with you always. When tomorrow looks dark, Jesus says, I am the light. And the future is in my hands, and so are you. And when you are tempted to end your life and enter the boneyard, Jesus says, stop, stop, you are mine, and I will work all things in your life for your good. And his hope floods your heart and fills your soul. And life is worth living because Jesus is alive. And he is with you. Last thought. Can your dead bones live? Don't answer that. Let Jesus answer it. Let Jesus do it. He says to you this morning, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Jesus will raise you from the boneyard of death itself and give you eternal life. Can your dry bones live? Jesus says, yes, you will live and never die. And now believe. Believe what Jesus says to you and do not doubt his word of truth. And on the last day, the word of Ezekiel will be true for you and me. Foot bone connected to the ankle bone. There was a noise and a rustling as the bones came together, one bone to another. I saw sinews coming on them, flesh came on them, and skin covered them, and breath entered them, and they stood on their feet, a great army. You will rise from the boneyard, alive and filled with hope. And Jesus will say to you, come. Come to me, all you who are blessed by my Father. Take your inheritance prepared for you since the creation of the world. And you will. And this is your comfort. This is your hope. As the grave opens before you and mortal life ends at the boneyard, there eternal life begins. In Jesus' name. For Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord to life everlasting. Amen. We sing together the creed song. Our Father everlasting, the all-creating one, God Almighty, through your Holy Spirit, Conceiving Christ the Son, Jesus our Savior. I believe in God our Father. I believe in Christ the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Our God is three in one. I believe in the resurrection that we will rise again. For I believe in the name of Jesus.
our judge and our defender, suffered and crucified. Forgiveness is in you. Descended into darkness, you rose in glorious life, forever seated high. I believe in God our Father, I believe in Christ the Son, I believe in the Holy Spirit, our God is three in one. I believe in the resurrection, that we will rise again. For I believe in the name of Jesus. I believe in you. I believe you rose again. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe in God our Father. I believe in Christ the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit, our God is three in one. I believe in the resurrection, that we will rise again. For I believe in the name of Jesus. For I believe in the name of Jesus. For I believe in the name of Jesus. I believe in life eternal, I believe in the virgin birth, I believe in the saints' communion, and in your holy church. I believe in the resurrection, when Jesus comes again, for I believe in the name of Jesus, for I believe in the name of Jesus, for I believe in the name of Jesus. Jesus, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.